0: Welcome to the Vibe Show Podcast with your boy Kano the Don, the Vibe King And today joining us on the show we have a super special guest, man This guy here really don't need no introduction, man With all the accolades and accomplishments, man But I gotta introduce this king filmmaker and writer joining us on the show king Alfonso johnson how you doing my man i'm doing all right
1: man i'm doing all right thank you for that amazing intro i wasn't sure if you were talking about me
0: Uh, (laughs) ah come on man i'm talking about man I'm, i'm 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 very impressed man with with everything that um that you've accomplished man and it's just amazing your story is amazing as well man before we jump into everything um how, how you doing? How your day going?
1: My day's going very well, man. I, I can't complain. Thank you for
0: asking. Awesome. Awesome, man. So, um, man, I, I just, man, I, I'm, I'm telling you, like, I, your story is so inspiring to me, man. And um, I'm very, very proud, man, that um, you've actually chose to do this interview, man, because I, I feel like it's necessary. Can we jump into like I wanna go back to like um I wanna give people a little history on you, man, before um mm-hmm. before we get started. I, I would like to start from the beginning and give the listeners some history on you. hmm Now oh, wow. when you um were you always into film and um writing? at an early age or this was something that you acquired, um, and gained interest in along the way as you got older? Um,
1: it's, uh, something that happened along the way as I got older. I mean, when I was, when I was a child, I used to always take creative writing. I used to, you know, write poetry and I used to, you know, when you was a little kid, you write little stories that you think your mom will like, you know what I mean? Right. Um, and then when I was about a teenager, you know, I really took the stand-up comedy, and I did that for a number of years, and then that turned into acting. And um, I had, like, a near-death experience when I was about 23 years old, and so I took, like, a year off from performing and, you know, really wanted to survey the field and, you know, take stock into where my life is going. Right. And I decided that um, I'm going to go back into it, but this time as a filmmaker, you know, be on the other side of the camera. Wow. So that's what that's what led to, uh, to where we are now.
0: Okay, so now... That's interesting because, um, when it comes to like, what did it, did it start off with just, um, writing, writing short films or, or, or your vision was always wide the vision was always wider as far as like, and, and you know what, and explain to me like the difference between short film and writing an actual full length, uh, film is, is there a major difference there?
1: Um no the structure is the same. You need to have a beginning, middle and end even if it's a you know a one act uh a, a, a one act you know play that has something has to happen, you know. Right. Um and um the difference between uh, a short film um by definition a short film I believe is something categorized as 40 minutes or less and a feature film is uh technically more than that. Um but Hollywood standards um, a feature film is typically about ninety pages, one hundred to one hundred and ten. One page equals a minute, so like an hour and a half, you know, all the way up to more than that. And um, so, story structure-wise, there is no real difference. You know, you need to have some form of structure: beginning, middle, and 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 you can and, and and you can play with that. You know, you can; it doesn't have to be as you know well defined, right? So you know, beginning, middle, end is how it makes sense to you, you know what I'm saying? Right. And so, um, so those are the main differences as it pertains to short films. Um, and for, for film festivals, that can be even different because, you know, a lot of film festivals, like the program, they' short films in blocks. Most are like blocks of five or six. And so, you know, a lot of the short films are on the shorter side, you know, 15 minutes and under. And so, um... You know, I've made several films and I made one from that was 17 minutes. Mouse also bought the 16. You know, I made a film called Olive a few years ago. That that movie was six minutes. And so, again, you know, you want to get as much exposure as possible. And I wouldn't be doing anything I'm doing right now without the help and assistance of the beautiful film festivals that I've been in. Right. So those are the main differences.
0: Now, I want to know this, too. Now, when is it? What do you gather, like your your inspiration, as far as like coming up with an idea or a vision for even beginning to to write a story that could potentially be a film?
1: Um, at this point of my life now, I'm really really interested in the things that. <clears throat> excuse me. And at this point of my life, I'm interested in the things that um I may not understand, I may be struggling to understand, or see some of my loved ones and my homies going through or whatnot. You know, um, you know. again, at this particular time of my life, that's where I'm at. When I was younger, you know, if something was funny or cool, I would try to, like, build upon that. But right now it's all about, you know, going deeper. You know, if it's skin deep, then it doesn't have legs. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't, right. it doesn't have longevity. Um, so I really want to write about things that are troubling me. You know, I believe Ernest Hemingway said write what hurts. You know right. what I mean um and and that's the goal, you know I'm developing a movie right now that um the character is a combination of myself, my father, and my grandfather, you know what I mean some of our best and worst attributes and um and I'm just thinking you know the things that keep me up at night, the things that kept me up at night when I was a kid, you know, the things I was afraid to talk about, and so I'm putting them in a movie, and it's and it's cathartic, you know what I'm saying right. And so um, my, my inspiration, and not, not every movie translates, not every idea translates to a good film. You know, you know, not everything translates the same way. Some things are better as a poem, some things are better as, I don't know, a piece of a painting, you know what I mean? Right. So it all depends on, um, what, and also what the end goal is, you know what I mean? Not everything is a mass market idea, like Black Panther, you know, Black Panther is a huge film. That that translated to everyone all over the globe, but not every film is gonna be that way. You know, Moonlight didn't do that. You know what I mean? Right, right. So but
0: they both were created with the same intention. Gotcha. Came from a real true place. Right. Now with um with with doing um with doing comedy and acting and um was it was it was it hard or was it a little bit more easier to transition to behind the camera um as far as the the creating process of it um because i noticed that a lot of people that are um that were actors or and still are actors or whatever have developed that interest to uh go behind the camera and um direct was it easy for you to make that transition
1: no, my first my first one out the gate it was it was pretty easy simply because um it was simply easy because I already knew a couple of people that were doing it. You know, uh I, I didn't know anything about the software. You know, a buddy of mine was like, you know, you need to go download this and I went and downloaded it and I recently at the time I did an episode of Boardwalk Empire that HBO show and so I still had their script. So I kind of like just grabbed that and kind of, you know, I had that one, and then I had, uh, I think I looked up a script for one of my favorite movies, and I kind of was like, all right, so the, the characters talk here, and this goes there, and I kind of just, you know, stole the whole format from those things. Right. And that's why. I, and then, and then from there I began to like, to this, like literally right now, I um I was reading over a, a script for a movie that's out. You know, you can always get better and get sharper, and so um. On that end, on the writing end, it was fairly easy. On the directing end, I don't know why people believed in me because I did not know what I was doing. But it was easy on that end, and, um, and, I, and easy not in the term of skill, easy as in getting it done. Wow. Now, skill wise, I did not know what the hell I was doing.
0: And it's taken me, <laughs>
1: yeah, like it's taking me years, and, and even now, you know, uh, even now, uh, it, it's a lot that I don't know, and I kind of use that as you know, my superpower, you know what I'm saying? And I just, I just, I just go with what I know and and what I don't know I will learn and I just, you know, keep it going. Right. Um, And I'm very fortunate because I have a tremendous amount of support from some fantastic collaborators that have been doing it 20 plus years, you know what I'm saying? And so, with their support these last seven, eight years have been astounding. Right. I'm grateful to
0: them. It's definitely a blessing, man. Um, You know, I, like i said i've I've done a lot of uh a lot of homework on you man and and I was just blowed away with um a lot of a lot of things that you've accomplished and a lot of um support that you've received and the work that you've done um has been quality you know Thank you. and and very very touching I noticed that things that you do always have. A meaning to it, and and comes from a realistic place, and um, I really, really uh, appreciate that. Thank you, thank you. Do you, you um? That. Do you um? W- what are some of the toughest challenges you faced with with this career path? Um. Uh, some of the, I mean, just believe.
1: I mean, I guess the hardest thing just believing in yourself enough. To get up and do it, because you know you're playing make believe. You know, while while playing make believe, you're you're literally performing alchemy. You're taking thoughts that you take that like ideas, you know, that are just in your brain, and you um and and you turn them into reality. So I think the hardest part for me is just you know believing in myself every day, waking up and saying I can do this, because. Even though I got a lot of friends that are doing very well in the industry, there are millions of other people that are not, <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So just just believing in myself to believe that, hey, you know what, I am crazy enough to pull this off. You know, right. Um, that, I, I guess that would be the hardest thing that I'm, you know, because it's a it's a it's a it's an ongoing thing. You know, because with each each level of success, or with each movie that you make, you encounter. A new threshold of pressure, a new threshold of um, expectations, and, which is synonymous with pressure, but also a bunch of new problems that you have no idea how to solve. Right. So you rely on your instincts, you know. Right. Um. Besides that, I would say, um, you know, and, and 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 besides that, I would say taking the right story to tell. You know, when I was younger, you know, I started off. My first film was about a guy that gets dumped. And you know his girl went to Miami, and um, and that's all I had really been through. You know, i had been through some. I told you some some life and death situations, and, right. I, and I and I will write about those eventually. But um, at that particular point in time, getting dumped, oh man, that was painful. Yeah, <laughs> you know? absolutely. I, I was,
0: <laughs> it
1: was hard, and so I made a movie about it. But now, you know, after years of therapy and um, I'm just growing as a black man, I'm like, man, I could go I could go a little bit deeper and try to figure out exactly going on beneath the surface and and write about those. So I think deciding to uh, confront my fears has been another one, another uh, demon to tackle.
0: Right. Now, you know, another thing that um, I want to touch on is um, how you still remain to be strong, positive, and and focused and have so much grind with um suffering with an illness that you've been dealing with since the age of nine and um i can can we touch on that because that that right there alone um it really takes a lot of um a lot of prayer and, and 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 everything man to to continue to still be strong because a lot of people would break down and and not want to fulfill their dreams and stuff and and feel and look at that as a as a a weakness, but you um, turned it around and and used it to to your to your effort to continue to go even harder. And I'm 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 just so impressed by that, man. Can can we talk about that a little bit? But sure.
1: Um, I mean, look, I was watching uh, with two things. One, James Baldwin said. Uh, that if you are alive, and you are an optimist. You know what I'm saying? If right. you are breathing, then then you have to be an optimist. Um, okay. And I do believe that, you know, as long as there's a breath in your body. And I've seen some, I've had some really low times, you know. Yeah. Where I needed a machine to breathe, you know what I mean? So if, as long as I got a, as long as I can breathe on my own and walk around, it's a good day. You know, I was watching this, um. I was watching this Teddy Pendergrass documentary, and he and he got into a car accident. He's thirty-one years old at the height of his career. I'm thirty-one years old. You know what I'm saying? Wow. Yeah. So yeah. At yeah. thirty-one years old, his whole life was torn from him, and he had to. He was confined to a chair. He couldn't, you know, and had to. He was, you know, and so I'm, I could walk around, man. I could walk around, and I could jump up and down, and I could do whatever I want. And so, you know, at the end of the day, filmmaking is, is you know. It, it, it is great, but at the end of the day, it's a vocation, it's a job. Right. You know what I'm saying, and um, it's not life and death. You know, life is lived in amazing hues, and life is, you know, looking at your daughter or your niece or your wife or your son or your, or your dog. You know what I mean? That's yeah. life. Yeah. And so, um, and I hold, I hold, I hold on to those things because there were there were several times when you know. I, you know, the doctor said I wasn't going to make it past, make it to, or past 18, and I'll be 32 in September. And so, you know, I appreciate what life has to offer outside of this industry. And um, and I don't take a lot of shit that's to the side I the curse. take a lot of I don't take a lot of stuff that seriously because, again, it, it could all be gone in a heartbeat very quickly, very quickly. Right. You know, and so I, I try not to, um, try not to concern myself with things I can't control. And I think uh, that, that, that state of mind has always been, has held me down. And also, when I was a young child, my mom, you know, she used to always say things like, you know, God saved you for a reason. And um, mm. after hearing that for so long, I think you start to believe it. Yeah. You know, um, yeah. and again, so the support of my mother, my family, and just, I don't know, that blind faith, you know, you just... Like, a little a, a little kid doesn't know what he doesn't know. They just go about doing it, you know? Right. It doesn't matter how many times they they fall down. They just keep doing it because they, they know this is something that they want to do. It doesn't matter if they don't know how to do it. You know, you see babies that be climbing walls when they're, like, one year old. By by all logic, they should not be able to do that. You right. know what I'm saying? But it's right. like, no, I'm going to do this. I'm going to figure out a way, you know? Right. And, and I think that as adults, we tend to lose that blind faith that we, we tend to, you know, to think about all of the things that could go wrong. Um, but as long as we continue to choose ourselves every morning, because, you know, self-doubt, self-doubt doesn't take a day off. So it's up to you to make the decision the same way that you, and your wife, or or, or you and your husband, may choose somebody—not you personally. I'm saying, just like figuratively speaking, right? It, you have to choose that spouse every day. That's that's a, the recipe for a successful relationship. Is choosing that spouse. You have to choose yourself every day.
0: Now that's deep and right then. there. That's deep right there. You know what I mean? I like I like how you put that. Can you can you say that again, man? For me and for um for the listeners, man. I, I really, really, I really, really felt that.
1: Well, you got to wake up every day choose yourself because self doubt mm-hmm. doesn't take a day off. You know what I mean? You yeah. you have to decide that you're gonna go after what you wanna go after. Otherwise, you know, the variables of life will definitely get in the way. So you have to choose yourself every single day. Because, you know, so you got that's all you have is hope and faith. Right.
0: You know what I mean? Right. Wow. As a um as a filmmaker, um what would you say are some of the key things that you've learned thus far that has really um, catapulted, what, um, catapulted your visions?
1: Uh, don't take anybody's advice. Because um, um, most people, they, they mean well, but they can only tell you from the, from the scope of what they know. So like people like at a certain point you just have to go with what you know, and whether you win or f- or lose or fail, you have to be comfortable with that. You know, uh, you know we're talking about moths and butterflies, right? Yeah. And I've had a lot of people tell me not to make the movie because it was a waste of time. Really? You know, I I had people that I considered friends. You know, and I, and I don't, whether it was hate whether it was jealousy or whether they just thought the script was trash, they told me don't even bother. Some of them have come back and be like, yo, I was wrong. Some of them haven't, and I don't mess with them anymore. Right. But at the end of the day, it was always, you know, um, believe in yourself. And so the thing things that I've learned the most is, you know, you know, take advice with a grain of salt and just go with your own intuition. Um. don't lie numbers numbers can be skewed but numbers don't lie so you know there are trends that are happening and that on the business aspect of things um you know pay attention to numbers and, and analytics of who's watching what how long they're watching what are some trends right. because um some things can be skewed that we've seen with titles and some people who inflated numbers right but for the most part you can you can really get a good sense of like if you have a video on youtube or whatever this is for the business side of things you can look at you know like if about videos 10 minutes and the average viewer you know locks off at like five minutes oh uh, what's happening around five minutes that they're losing interest uh, and then you can gauge so like if you have a film or whatever up there you can see you can begin to like analyze your own work and see what needs to be improved so on one side for me it's just been, you know, stick to my gun, stick to my instincts, and go. But on the business side, it's all right. Let me look at my audience, and let me look at what they're really, you know, engaging
0: with. Right. Let me ask you this, man with um with the years of experience and and um ups and downs, um with with your career, um as it's growing and from the beginning of where you've come from um with everything that you've seen what would what what would you say um well let me ask you this how is how do you feel about the filmmaking game um as far as like on on a major level in the entertainment business is it hard to to get in and to be accepted by that I don't know, like, the name of, of what that particular group would be, but um, I don't know if you kind of get what I'm saying
1: to my gatekeepers,
0: yeah, yeah.
1: Well, I'll let you know when I get there, <laughs> you know <laughs> what I'm saying, but uh, <laughs> once I get there, I'll give you that perspective. But what I can say from you know, this place that where I'm at now, yeah, and and um, you know, Hollywood needs us and doesn't need us. Right. You know, this, yeah, especially black filmmakers, mm-hmm. whether you're whatever you identify as, they don't you know, they don't want us and they don't need us. You know, so to to get your voices heard in a real way, um what was the first part of your question again?
0: I wanted first to, part was I wanted to know like like your 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 take on them receiving new filmmakers and and exceed you know receiving right, product right.
1: yeah so like as far as like black filmmakers it, it, it's this thing where it's like we know our truths and we know our audience and because our audience are people that are living the lives that we live and they wanted to see themselves identified mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. and so um and so it's very hard to break you know i mean it, there's it's, it's show business, right? Right. Again, making films is a, is a job. Because if you are just making films for as a hobby, then by all means, continue doing it. But it's going to be very difficult if you're trying to break into the industry and you only see it as a hobby or something that you like to do. You know what I mean? Right. Because you, you have to find a way to make it marketable and make money. Because the industry is about money. So all that people care about is money. Now, if, if you have artistic integrity and you want to do things, then that's great, but it, it's all about dollars and cents because agents got to get paid, managers got to get paid, publishers got to get paid, so on and so forth, you know? Right. So breaking into the game, it, 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 it's, it, it's, it's nuanced and it's complicated because on one hand, um, they look at you for your craft and your skill set. the other hand, they say, okay, can this person make me money? And that's a whole different conversation. Right. Craft and skill set. You know what I'm saying? And so it's kind of like it's kind of like um, Common. You know, the rapper, like Jay Z said, truthfully, I don't want to rhyme like Common sense. But I sold five nil. I ain't been rhyming like Common sense. <laughs> right. You know. Right. Because Common's one of the illest rappers of all time, but he's not making Jay Z money. Right. His audience is not Jay Z's like as big. You know what I mean? Right. But he's one of the best to ever do it. And, and and that's really the game in a nutshell. You know what I'm saying? It's really the game in a nutshell. Nothing against Michael Bay or whatever, but as I'm concerned, he's no Barry Jenkins. Right. right. You know? But he made both of money with Transformers. And not, nothing against him. That's just not my talent. You know what I mean?
0: Right. Right.
1: Um. So it's, it's complicated noise 'cause because there's so many things coming to play. So many things coming to play. And sometimes it's not even about you. It's about timing. Right the right manager may have a thousand clients and you, you never know. So many things come into play that is not, it has, sometimes that's nothing to do with you. And that's why it's says you know, hold fast to your dreams and just stay focused and keep working. Cause sooner or later, something's going to happen for you. You keep knocking long enough. It's like, it's like, you know, everybody knocking on one door. Uh, some people going to start to go home, but if you keep knocking, somebody going to answer eventually. And it's all about if you, it, who's going to be at that door when they do answer.
0: Right. Man, that's so that's so true, man. And I, you know, I, I always always touch on that because, you know, a lot of people they they want they they want it to happen like right now. You know, and yeah. it, it it's not going to happen right now. You got a few people that that you know that that will get lucky and and maybe you know get some overnight success or whatever. But for the most part, you know, if you really look at all of the documentaries from anybody from any type of career path that you may be um, trying to embark on or whatever, if you really look at it and look at their stories and, and, you know, look at their interviews or whatever, man, everybody, nobody really skipped over the steps. Everybody kind of went through the struggle part to the point that especially people that have longevity in the game they understand because they they didn't jump over steps they kind of went through the whole full emotion of it all and yeah. they respect the, they respect everything that they've accomplished because nothing was given they went through the struggles Everything from the doors being closed to this film is garbage. I don't like this song or, or whatever the case may be. This you know, you're not gonna never make it. Just the whole deal, you know, sacrificing um no money, uh you know, just all of those all of those things, man, I think are credits to people that do have longevity in the game, um, because they didn't skip the processes. You can't. You
1: gotta you know, everybody Wants to skip the dash, right? Everybody wants to go from when they started and be rich, right? And you know what I'm saying? You got the dash is will make you appreciate everything, right? You know what I'm saying the dash is everything. Everything that lived, a life that lived in the dash. Again, you go to a cemetery, you see born and death date, but the life that was lived is all a part of that dash. Well, wow. and I think that um, I think you, you can't skip the steps, you know. And and I don't really know any like. Overnight successes. I mean, you got some. You have people that have, you know, their white hot moment is a little shorter than other people. Right. But I mean, people been in the game, man. I mean, you name any quote unquote overnight, overnight achieve whatever. I mean, they've been in the game. I mean, people are putting in work. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, Kevin Hart exploded in like 2010 and 11, but he's been in the game for yeah. a minute, yeah. you know? So yeah. Barry Jenkins been in the game for a minute. Right. Putting in work, you know? Right. Terrence Nance and, and Ava do it like thing. Ava, Ava was, you know, choosing, making her moves, you know, way before she became a filmmaker. But she's been in the game. She's been putting in work. Right. You know what I'm saying? You $10,000 that you put in the game. As long as you
0: put your time in, it's gonna happen. Right, and I'm a and I'm a firm believer in that. I'm I, I, I am a firm believer in. in that. And and you can't really, I I think it's good to be in tune with what is going on around you, but at the same time, you can't try to keep up with somebody else's pace either. Mm-hmm. you know what I mean. Well, you
1: can't. You can't. You can't compare
0: yourself. Right. You will be miserable. Right. Right. Can we can we talk <laughs> yeah. about um can we talk about moths and butterflies a little bit? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. T- t- take us take us into that a little bit. Give us kind of a, a um, a overview on um what inspired you to create that and um a little bit of what it's about. I don't want to give it all away. Now you, you know.
1: Well, for starters, uh, Moths and Butterflies is available right now on all HBO platforms. You know, so be sure to check it out, HBO Now, HBO Go, HBO is on HBO On Demand. Um, the Moth and Butterflies is a short narrative um, that follows a young man by the name of Lenny, a young adult male, and a woman by the name of Charisse. And, you know, the common core connection between them is that they both are living, not struggling, but they're living successfully with a particular, um, they both have the, a, a, a form of mental illness that they're living with, and um, they knew each other when they were younger, and um, I and that's that's really the foundation that the film is built upon. Um, and uh, the film is, the film was inspired by a couple of different things, and you know, when I talk to different people, I tend to give different answers, but um, the film, the film was inspired by uh, a woman that I know who who took her life, you know, um, on my birthday about eight, nine years ago. Wow. And then right after that, one of my closest friends, he had a full blown mental breakdown and had to be committed to a mental asylum. Oh, man. And then, um, when I was like 10 or 11, I, my auntie, she began to go through some things and she's bipolar. And even when all of this was going on, I, I, you know, as an African in the black community, we don't talk about it. It's right. like, yo, know, they, they need help or, or if it gets real bad, you know, um, they don't even talk about it you know but right. for me besides all of that it really i was just something i was curious about and i was like "Man, what's happening that we're not talking about but it wasn't really until um that my grandfather passed away my grandfather you know my mother and i are close but my grandfather was my homie that was my eighth you know what i mean right and so when he you know july seventeenth, 2012 he was diagnosed with cancer excuse me august 1st he was diagnosed with cancer he went in on July 17th and he was dead by September 2nd. Oh my
0: um, God.
1: And I was there in the room, got a dead body out of the bed, rigor mortis was setting in, all that stuff. And I didn't cry. You know what I'm saying? I didn't. I just I just did what I had to do because I was my guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it wasn't until about two years later when I had this a terrible, my temper was out of control. You know, I was, I had a bad temper. I, I remember, uh, uh, I got into an altercation in in Manhattan with an, with an MTA driver over some over, over something so stupid, Right. you know, and 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 I couldn't keep a job, and I just was in a real bad place, and um and I be- began getting uh, panic attacks, hmm. and um and I didn't know what they were called, I just you knew I couldn't breathe, right? <laughs> you know what I mean? I just like. I, why am I hot? Why can't I breathe? Yeah. Why can't I think straight? Yeah. And so I began to seek out counseling to figure out what the hell is going on. And you know, it was—I never grieved, and then it was also a lot of other things going on in my life at the time. And 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 um, so on the road to understanding, I again, I said, you know what? Let me um, let me try to make something that I care about. You know, I made a film uh, a few years ago um, that addressed my life at that exact time and I uh, caught Olive and it is uh, it's a black and white film and it um it was exactly what I was living at the time. Really? And 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 I say, you know what, let me let me, yeah, because like in the movie, I played this dude who's like mad behind on his rent and yada, yada, yada and during that time, I was mad behind on my rent and I was super late on my electricity but I also knew that I hadn't made anything a little bit, and I wasn't gonna make anything a little bit. So I wrote literally what I was going through at that time. Um, I was having dope. problems with my girl, so that's in there. You know, there's a lot of stuff that I was literally living that's in there. And that movie was the first film that I made that I pretty that a scene that really like it. And some people still say that's their favorite film out of the ones that I've made. And so I kind of I felt better after making that. I felt better. And so I was like, you know what? Let me continue to go inward as opposed to seeking inspiration from outside sources. Let me go inward. And I only need to look in the mirror for inspiration. And so that, and, and so that's what happened with Mouse and Butterfly. Like, I was obsessed with making that film.
0: Right. Wow, man. Where, where can we find, the, Um, and, and what was the title of the other film again? And where can we find that at?
1: Um, you can find all of on my website, com. You can find all of my films except for Mops and Butterflies. Uh, my very first film, A Saturday Is a Terrible Thing to Waste, that stars myself and comedian Charlie Murphy, my late mentor. You can find that on YouTube, Easter Ray Presents. Um, and it's called A Saturday Is a Terrible Thing to Waste. That's my very first film. Got a lot of curse words in it. That was 24, forgive me. <laughs> uh, my second film, um, called Tough you can find that on my website Um my third film Olive the one that we were just discussing that's also on my website AlfonsoJohnson.com and you can find my latest film Mops and Butterflies the HBO best short film award winning movie on all HBO platforms for the next two years HBO Go HBO Now HBO Zone
0: HBO On Demand holla at me congratulations bro like Congratulations on that, man. For real, for real, man. That's that's a huge, huge milestone right there. Huge. So what what, what can we what can we expect from um Alfonso Johnson um in the future? Like what, what what's the projection on um what where 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 are we going with it?
1: Um I mean just more work that, that elevates, you know, you know, that elevates his- this, this reality that, that is the human experience. Um, I hope to, I hope to continue connecting with people. I hope that, I, you know, I will continue to make films for sure. But, um, you know, again, I have a, I have a movie that I'm literally writing. That's why I was late calling you. I apologize. Um, I have a film that I'm writing right now that, uh, I'm really excited. It's a feature film. and I'm really super excited about it. I think it's the best piece of literature I've ever written. Um, conceptualized and everything. It's just a, a really good story. Yeah, that, and that's the main thing that I'm, that I'm getting ready for. Um, what else? Uh, and I got all i mean, to stay tuned. You know what I mean? I'll make sure that i make sure that I keep you abreast on, on yes. everything that I'm doing. I really enjoyed this interview. Really insightful, guy. And I, I really appreciate your platform and, you know, you, you asking me insightful questions that um, no one has has asked before. You know, so I appreciate you and, and
0: and what you're doing man i really really um i really thank you for that and you know i'm I'm glad that we've had an opportunity to, to connect and um that was my whole thing for creating this platform man I, I want to build relationships and like i say it's an honor to um to have you on the show and for you to actually bless me and do this man and to be connected with you now and you know now you have um a home where you could you can come and talk about whatever you need to talk about, display any work that you want to put out there or whatever. We have a connection and I I want to keep it going, my brother. And and I'm wishing you um more blessings and more success. I already know that um God is going to bless your movement tremendously because he's already doing it.
1: Thank you. I appreciate the I appreciate you.
0: So, um can we put out your social platforms and any way that people can connect with you, new listeners, um, old listeners, your fans that's listening, um, that they can uh, get in touch with you. Uh, and, 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 and also too, um, when you put that out, I would like for you to, um, to maybe drop some jewels on anybody that's inspiring to do what you're doing and follow your career path.
1: All right. Sure. So, um, can, you can check me out uh, on Instagram. My name Alfonso, A-L-F, Frank, A-L-F-O-N-S-O, underscore Johnson. Um, same thing on Twitter, but I got like 50 followers on Twitter. I, <laughs> I do not know how to use that thing. But go ahead, and if you want to hit me up, go ahead. Uh, and those, those are the two, and then same thing on Facebook, Alfonso, Alfonso Johnson. Um, and in regards to, uh, I mean, to stay true. To stay true, and if if you if it's, it, it sounds really cliche, but if, if you see it in your brain, right? If you literally see it in your brain, stick true to that. Stay true to that. Excuse me. You know what I mean? And not everything you make is gonna see. So, like when you when you when you visualize it, if you, you have you know really stick to because vi- visualization is the name of the game. Like believing. And seeing it, like if you believe that, then write it. And hopefully, the writing of it, nothing will get lost. Hopefully, it is enhanced. And then when you shoot it, or whatever it is that you do, whether you're making beats, you got these beats in your head, and you're trying to, you're trying to, you know, get it together. You know, the execution. Some of it maybe get lost, but stay true. Because what you think is getting lost, you may be enhancing it. But you got to see it. You won't know to the final end. So just whatever it is, stay the course. You know, it, it, look, I, I'm 31 years old, and I dropped out of college at 19. And I'm just at 30 years old is when things started to happen for me a little bit. So just stay the, stay the course, and uh, keep your head up like Pac says, and i see you soon.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. and um, Anybody you want to give a shout-out to, um, let's go ahead on and, and, and get those shout-outs out right quick before we get out of here.
1: Um, sure, you know, my team, my publicist, she's wonderful, my mother, um, so many wonderful people, uh, uh, I, yeah, I mean, there's so many of the names, so the think. You know, anybody <laughs> that's ever watched the film, will watch the film, um, you know, and just, and just, you know, just, and, and you, you know, for having this incredible platform.
0: Thank you so much, and to your fans.
1: Exactly, thank you. Yeah, I'm still.
0: I don't. I'm still trying to get used to that notion that I have, man. I, that doesn't make sense to me yet. But trust yeah, me, trust understand. me, bro. You, you, you got him, man. I, I, I've got quite a few emails in um, for you, man. Everybody was anticipating and excited about um, you coming. Really? On, yeah, you coming on the show. So um, it, it, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a big deal. You got a lot of people checking for you, my brother. That's
1: it. I just, I just try to keep my head down. I don't even. It's crazy to even think that anybody is excited to hear me. Something
0: I gotta say, that's crazy. But I think it's absolutely, absolutely dope, man. You one of the chosen ones, man. You and I both, and a lot of more people out here, man. We, we chosen, man. We have a purpose out here, and I'm just glad that you're walking in your purpose, my brother. You know you're gonna have to come back on the show. You know that, huh? Hey, man, we'll set it up. Absolutely. We're going to set it up, man. It's the Vibe Show podcast with your boy Kano the Don, the Vibe King, and my special guest, my brother, Alfonso Johnson, the great. We out. Thank
1: you, man. <laughs>